You're listening to Run, R-U-N, Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am so glad you're with us. We're going to talk about the foundation of revival, how to get a foundation. I've been to hundreds, probably, I don't know how many hundreds, that sounds to you, hundreds of churches around the world that want revival, had a little bit of fire revival, trying to maintain some kind of a fire revival, and and they struggled. And the reason is we, we try to get an outbreak, since we're talking about revival, we want God to revive us now, right? Since we're talking about revival, Revival and everything that we can think about revival, we have to understand that we need a foundation. And so many leaders or churches, they have no foundation for it. You know, they're going like, they've been spending their hours watching, watching TV and playing soccer and, and going to ball games and picnics and movie theaters and all that. And I, I'm not preaching against that. I'm saying, and then all of a sudden God strikes with his fire and the people are just not ready. They haven't developed a foundation, and, aren't, and, and they're still trying to decide if they want to give up going to the movies or something. When, when we had revival strike twice, you know, in the 90s and then in the, uh, 2008 and so, uh, we laid a foundation so people were ready because we added in 2008, now we're going to church Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Why did we do that? It didn't make us more spiritual. We did it for the guests. We did it for the people around the world that wanted to come and spend the weekend with us. But I had to have a church with a foundation or else doing all that and them thinking, well, I don't know if I want to give up the movies and the soccer and the sport. I don't know if I want to do that. But if you have a foundation. So this is talking about getting a foundation. We're going to go to the elementary level um, of the foundation and that is starting with God. God has absolutes. And we don't have very many absolutes in our, in our world today. In other words, people don't want absolutes. They want in the middle of the road the maybes. Maybe this depends on the circumstances. You ever heard that? Uh, or, or, or whatever. But God doesn't do that. He's got some absolutes. But here's where we falter. We, we, we don't have a foundation in what God is absolutely God. And then after we try to move forward in anything, whether it be revival or a healing or evangelism, whatever, the devil starts throwing in the details. And so all of a sudden we get locked up in details before we have a foundation of absolutes. Let me give you an example that I gave the church a few weeks ago. Uh, in the Bible, in Genesis chapter 3, you remember, you know, the fall of Eve got tempted, Adam fell, and the serpent and the temptation. You know that story, I hope. And here's what happened. The devil comes and asks a question, did God really say? Did God say, and she didn't really know what God said. Did God really say about that? You can't have that tree. You can't eat. And she's saying, well, you know what God said. He said, we can't eat from it. But he said, we can't touch it either. Well, she, she had her news wrong. But nevertheless, the devil comes with questions. Now, all she had to say was, that's right. God said, we don't eat of that. Did God say don't eat of it? Yeah, God said don't eat of it. That's an absolute. So discussion's over with the devil, right? Oh, but look what he did. He brought in hidden details. 
that, that like, you don't know what I know. So he brings in hidden details. So that's what he did. He said, let me tell you what's really going on here, Eve. See, God doesn't want you to eat of that tree because he knows if you eat of it, you'll be as wise as him. You'll be like God. Even though they were already created in the image of God, he said, you're being tricked. I'm going to give you the details of why he doesn't want you. It's not just, it's not just he doesn't want you to die. He doesn't want you to be like him. It's a trick. And so rather than just say, that's right. God said, don't eat of it. That settles it. I'm not talking it over with you anymore. She listens to details. Let me fill you into the details. And that's where God uh, gets, uh, people get tripped up with the devil instead of following God's absolutes because they don't have a foundation in the absolutes of God while the devil starts, you know, just talking details, how this, how that, how that's going to happen. So let's talk about those absolutes. We need to capture the absolutes. So let me just share with you some absolutes that I started immediately. I, I don't know how I got so blessed to start on God's absolutes, but right after I was saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, 23 years old, I went right to the foundation. Yep, I went to the foundation and decided right there, God is good. That's one of them. That's a foundation. If you don't have that foundation, well, we'll talk about it later, then you're easily, the devil will bring in details and get you off of it. God is good. That settles it. I don't need to know anything more if I'm building my foundation. If I'm building my foundation, I don't need to go beyond that. I need to get that. That's my foundation. God is good. No matter what it looks like, what's going on, what I see, how I feel, God is good. All right, I got a foundation in that, and I went, went for that. God is love. Now, a lot of people think they have that foundation, but they get talked out of it through the details. But anyway, God is love. That's a foundation. He doesn't have to become love. He doesn't have to feel love. He is love, agape love. That's a foundation. God is forgiving. God forgives. And we think we have that. We, we hear it preached all the time, but people struggle, don't they? They struggle. It's, it's a, a belief they're trying to believe, but it's not a foundation of their faith. So God is good. God is love. God forgives. God is merciful. We got to have that one. Yeah, God is merciful. I'm just sharing you the foundations that, that, that I started with. And it was a foundation. No questions asked. I don't need to know the details right now. I'll figure them out later or you'll help me with them later. Right now, all I need to know is God is good. God is love. God is forgiving. God is merciful. And the last one I added that most people didn't, I noticed, is God is generous. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I added that one. It wasn't a battle to me because, you know, I hadn't been in church since I was a kid, since I was junior high. I didn't have a, a, a Pentecostal background. I didn't have a charismatic background. I didn't have word of faith, spirit filled. I didn't have any of that. So I'd never heard God is generous. I'd never heard a sermon on prosperity. So when I did, I didn't have all that rising up religion because here's what religion does. You try to treat, teach prosperity and then the devil starts whispering details and talks you out of it. We'll talk about that in a second. All right. So your first goal, if you want to have a move of God, the presence of God, a revival of the power and presence of God, is you got to have a foundation. You got to have a church with a foundation. You got to have a family with a foundation. We can't be arguing about this and that and what about this and what about that. We got to have that foundation. So get your foundation. And then guess what? When you have a foundation, you don't need to know everything. You don't need all the details. 
I don't need God to tell me all the details. I don't expect him to tell me all the details. I don't deserve all the details. I deserve the foundation. I deserve, uh, and, and, I, and I walk. He deserves me to have a foundation in who he is, who he always will be, and what he always does. And uh, so it was kind of like with Abraham. Abraham, you know, God came to Abraham. His, he comes from a, a family that makes idols, idol makers. And God talks to him and says, I'm going to make you the father of many nations, and I'm going to bless you, and you're going to become a blessing. Well, how are you going to do that? He says, well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go. I want you to go to the place that I'm going to show you. Off he goes. Off he goes. Well, how do you do that? How do you move out by faith if you don't know the details? Well, you don't need the details. God is good, he's love, merciful, forgiving, generous. I know those things. That's my foundation. So I stand on those saying, okay, God, I don't need to know the details, but I do know it's going to be good. I do know it's going to be love. It's going to be merciful. You're going to be full of forgiveness, and you are going to be generous. So because I know those things, I can go without the details. Now, later, Abraham's going to get details. Now, if you're trying to build a foundation... And you're trying to move out by faith. God is good. God is love. God is generous. All those principles we talked about. And you start getting hit with details. Details. How this, how that, what that. You know that's not God. Now, you may get the details later. You may not. You may decide you don't even need them. But God's going to give you those. So, you know, it's kind of, I like this example. You remember it, it, when we're getting ready, we study Palm Sunday, and we wave the palms, and Jesus comes in riding on a colt. And uh, I like that because he, he, uh, he told those boys, he told these boys, he said, go out there, and you're going to find a colt tied. Now, just take it. Take it and bring it to me. If anybody asks you what you're doing, just tell them the Lord has need of it. Now, I don't know how you'd feel about that, but if I'm, if I'm a person getting hit with details, I'd probably say, well, Lord, if I go untie that colt, how's it going to work? I might, how am I not going to get arrested? What if somebody hits me with a stick or something and says, you can't take my colt, and, uh, it, and all of a sudden they call the police on me, and, and uh, then I'll be a thief, and, I'll, and it'll ruin my life, and... I'll get hit. They didn't do that. They, he just said, listen, you just go untie it. Anybody says, yeah, just say the Lord has need of it. And they didn't say, oh, well, how's that going to work? They had no details. They did it. Now, what I'm, I'm thinking of, see, God worked on the other end. Who's ever cult that was? God already worked on them. So he didn't know. All they had to say is the Lord had need of it. He goes, oh, yep, that's what God told me. God told me somebody might come get my, get my colt. So that's all I need to hear. We forget sometimes God worked on both ends, and we don't need the details, and he didn't tell the details to anybody else. Just the Lord has need of it. And they all did it. They, it worked out great, didn't it? And so, but, but what if all of a sudden now you're starting to build a foundation and the devil of details the devil starts hitting you with details you know like for instance it's just so clear he hits you says what if just like that cold well what if you get arrested what if somebody calls the police what if somebody comes and beats you up for stealing their colt what if what if that what if that well i don't need those things the lord didn't say to worry about the details he just said he's love I should walk by faith and, and understand his love and his mercy and his goodness and his generous and all that stuff. All right? And so, so all of a sudden, you're going to build, build your foundation. So you make up your mind. All right. God is love. And then the details come in. See, that's your foundation. God is love. That's it. 
That's all you need to know right now. God is love. Let's start moving in that. Let's walk by faith. Let's give out all the que- get rid of all the questions and details. But you start doing it. Well, you say, God is love. And then here come the devil's details. He says, well, now listen to this. If God is love, then why does he send people to hell? You, I hear that all the time, don't you? If God is love, why does he send people to hell? Now you're hooked, right? You're hooked into, well, I don't know. I, maybe God isn't love if he sends people to hell. Now, just to give you the quick answer to that, God never sent or will send. God never sends anybody to hell. I'm going to hesitate. I'm going to pause and think of that a minute because I want all the religious people to blow their stack. I want to hear the explosion as the head comes off, right? Top of their head blows off. What? He just said that God doesn't send anybody to hell. That's right. He doesn't. People are not sent to hell. See, hell was made for the devil and all his angels. Hell works because of who you follow, not not that God makes a decision and says, you go to hell, you go to heaven, you go to hell, you go to heaven. No, it's who you follow. You follow Jesus, where are you going to go? You're going to go to heaven. You follow the devil, where are you going to go? You're going to go to hell. God didn't send you there. You send yourself there. This is a following kingdom. This works by following. Okay, that's the details you needed to hear. But why'd you get in that? So you just say God is love, then you don't you just cut it off right there. It's not, well, then why does he send people to hell? God is good. Well, if God's good, how come we have wars and famine and people are fine? Why didn't he just stop all the wars and stop all the trouble and all the violence in the world? If God's good, he should do so. Oh, you just got sunk. There's answers. There are details. You can learn those things later. But if you don't have a foundation in love and goodness and generosity, you're going to get robbed. He'll just rob you of it. You'll never get around to his goodness, generosity, love. or You'll never get there because you're going to be trying to answer questions and details and you'll come out so confused because you don't have a foundation. The church doesn't have a foundation. They want to have a move of God, but they don't know that he's good. They don't know that he's generous. They don't know that he's love. And so, just same thing. Well, if God is generous, then why did I have trouble paying my bills? I've been going to church, and now I struggle. I live paycheck to paycheck. So maybe God isn't generous. You'll hear somebody preach a sermon, God... God prospers his people. Well, if God prospers his people, then how come there's a bunch of people not being prospered? How come there's some poor people? Oh, come on. Do you really need the details right now when you don't even have a foundation of the absolutes? Get the absolutes going in your life first, right? So get your foundation first. Whatever yours is, mine was love and, you know, good, love, mercy, forgiveness, generosity, and probably some more. Got it, foundation, not going to move off of it, don't need to know everything. Whatever I see, whatever I feel makes no difference. I'm going to walk by faith and I'm going to keep walking by faith. Now, God can trust me with the details, but if I don't trust him first in his absolutes. Now, let me just take it one step further before we quit today. Get your foundation first. And then my suggestion is to you, you get your own absolutes because that causes you to be stable like God. God's stable. He's same yesterday, today, forever because he's, he's got these absolutes. He's absolutely God. He's absolutely good. Get your own. So here's what I tell people. I've been telling them, you know, a long time at families and marriages and relationships uh, to produce your own absolutes. It'll make you stable. So here's how you do it. Number one. There's some things you always do. See, God does that. There's some things God always does. There's some things God always 
follows. And, and you, can, you can predict what God will do because he always does those things. So get yourself stable. There's some things you always do. Like in my family, we always, you know, was all, we always go to church. We didn't argue. My kids didn't argue. My grandkids don't argue. It's not an issue. That's what we do. We do it as a family. It's our family time. We love it. We love being together in church. We love going to church. We always go to church. Uh, ever since I've been a Christian, we've always tithed. Kathy and I have always given 10% of our income to the Lord, to different ministries, and then to our own church. Yeah, we, we always were tithers. We never, got, we never wake up and say, you suppose we should tithe this week? I don't know. We're running a little short. We always do it. And it makes us stable because we're always going to be that way. We're always going to walk this way. We're always going to be a worshiper. We're always going to love the word of God and let it be the final say. We got an always. The second thing is there's some things you never do. And you get, it's best to get with the family. Some things you never do. I told the um, example, you know, when, uh, when you had to go, they, before all these movies were on TV, you know, my family made a decision. We're not going to go to an R-rated movie, okay? Because we don't want to be seen in line, and who knows what's going to be on there. And uh, so I got invited by a bunch of boys to see, go see Saving Private Ryan. What a spectacular Steven Spielberg movie. Oh, man. But... It was rated R, so I said, I can't go because I don't want to stand in line. People don't know what movie I'm going to see. And um, so, so uh, that was probably one God would have said, it's okay, Steve, you can go because it's historical and it's a, you know, you need to know these things. But I said no because we, we just made up our mind we're never going to do that. So we always, some things we always do, some things we never do. And then last is some things we need to pray and ask God about. Some things we do need to pray and fast. But you have the mind of Christ, you always know what you're going to do. You know you're never going to do. And then the other things, it just takes the stress off. Now let's pray. Let's discuss it. Maybe, maybe. Maybe so. Maybe we can. Maybe we should. Maybe we will once do that, but we're not going to make it our lifestyle. Then it makes life so much easier. You'll be stable and predictable, which is what God is. God is the same. He's stable. He's predictable. He's all these absolutes, and you get that foundation, and then you follow the, in the footsteps of Jesus, and you get some absolutes in your own life. Do we absolutely always? We absolutely never and then there's a few things we need to pray and ask God about and find out and get the wisdom of God. Well, I hope that helps you today as you want to get a foundation for revival. And we pray that God open the heavens and come down. Till next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.